Hello and welcome to the Gird Up Podcast. The call to gird up is an ancient way of telling a man to prepare himself for hard work or a battle ahead. Our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world and to live out our calling as men of God. Here you will find a community of believers, brothers in Christ, working hard to become the men that God has called us to be. I am your host, Charlie Ungemach. I'm a teacher, a coach, music director, and a man of God, myself working toward the goal of, like David, being a man after God's own heart. We're happy you could join us. Now it's time to roll up our sleeves, to gird up, and become the men that God has created us to be. All right, fellas, welcome back. Before we get started here, make sure that you're finding us on social media. Big on Instagram. We're getting a new Facebook page getting going here. So make sure you're finding us, sharing us with friends and family. And and the more exposure we get, the better product we can deliver to you. So make sure you're sharing it with friends and family and everybody that needs to hear the message um, so that our message can get big and get out there. Um, Man, we're back here with Vince Husek, who in episode 24... Talked about his whirlwind romance with his wife, uh, meeting her and, and getting married, and uh, finding a job in Milwaukee, becoming a teacher, finding out that he had leukemia and his battle with leukemia. During this process, you became a dad too. So I, I want to hear your thoughts on being a dad. How did being a dad affect Vince Husek? Uh, it is, it's a big, big responsibility. You really kind of changed the way that you look at the world uh in so much as like as a as a man i think you're always kind of looking around and like having seen one too many action movies i like walk into a room and (laughs) size people up and find the exits and all of that uh and that's well and good until you have like a little innocent life that could be just snuffed out in a second by any punk or any dog or any like accident that could just ruin the life of this tiny little human being uh and you all of a sudden become way more aware of all of the terrible things that are going on in the world uh from a like fear perspective but then also from a just like looking at this innocent little kid uh, really changed the way that I look at like how the world works and I think about people now uh, especially people that do like dangerous jobs or do things that are detrimental to them and I can't help but think about my little kids and Mm. and think about that and Mm -hmm. so Uh, my views and how I think about like war and violence and uh, poverty and and all kinds of issues has radically changed in my son will be three in October Uh, so in the last two and a half years my view of the world has radically transformed because I see all those people as human beings and as someone's children Mm. and siblings and go like every one of these soldiers that dies somewhere around the world is somebody's kid and their dad and mom have to hear that their son or daughter got killed or and at least 
sometimes you can make an argument that those deaths are like meaningful or justified, but there's mm -hmm. people all over our city all the time who are losing family members for foolish, terrible, useless yeah. reasons. And that grieves me and breaks me in a way that I never thought it would. Like, it's always a sad thing, but when you think about it and go like, 15 years from now, my kid could be 17 and in a stupid situation and never come home. And, and for what? Yeah. Like, what would be the purpose of some broken tragedy taking away uh, a perfectly valuable life made in the image of God? And that yeah. really uh, messes with me all the time. And, and to speak to the opposite side of that, too, and obviously I'm conjecting here, but um, just the amount of respect then for men who put their lives on the line yeah. to like so. When you talk about the military, when you talk about police officers or, you know, firefighters and those guys who are actively then, you know, going out and making that sacrifice. Do you, like, what do you think? Yeah, 100 yeah. percent. I, I think there's two things that really uh, follow me and, and stick with me about that. One is that I used to think as a young man that like I could I could go and do that and I would I would want to be a part of that. Uh, and now. Uh, thinking about it both as a father of children going like, geez, what would happen if I wasn't there? And also thinking about like the way that I think about my sons, my dad definitely thinks about me exactly that way. And, and if I was that person, what would that mean to my family? And the other thing I, thing I think about is, yeah, exactly what you were saying is that for someone to be committed to that and to put, especially if they actually understand it. I think a lot of young guys especially get into the military or into uh, the police force and don't really understand because they are young guys. Mm -hmm. Just like I didn't understand it, they don't totally understand what they're putting on the line as a, yeah. as a sacrifice. Uh, but especially for those that do understand exactly what's at stake, I have so much more respect for somebody who goes out there and lays it on the line to protect uh, us and do a job that I don't have to do that frees me up to be here with my kids and with my family. That's incredible. It's totally transformed uh, the way that I think about and respect uh, people that, that mm -hmm. do that too. Yeah. Awesome. So you've got two sons. Um, and I've heard that you can look at your sons and learn a lot about manhood or manliness or just like the nature of guys. What are you seeing from your kids, man? Yeah, I can probably, uh, I, I think I can see that. Um, I see a lot of, uh, so my sons are just over two and almost one. Uh, and so they are still in kind of a weird uh, state, but it's really just kind of an interesting thing to see like some of the stuff that's hardwired into people. And I know that that's kind of like all the rage. It's super <laughs> politically incorrect these days. Um, but, Do it. Let's be as politically incorrect as we can. But it's just, it's just, I think, 
denying a little bit of biological truth if we don't mm. kind of look at the the definite differences in uh, the in the sexes. And, and my wife, I think, would attest to that if she was here, being a a, a mother of two boys, uh, being surrounded by boys all the time, and two year olds aren't exactly filled with testosterone, but it sometimes I think feels like it to her because they're crashing cars off the table and smashing things into stuff. And uh, today my oldest son hit the his younger brother with uh, a baseball bat and then uh, later in the day hit his mom also. And so the baseball bat had to go away. But that was his first kind of foray into oh, yeah. smashing people with a bat and not just <laughs> crashing cars together. Yeah. Uh, so I learned a little bit about uh, kind of what like unchecked uh, masculinity looks like. But then I also ah. see. Yeah. So that's like the. And so in that way is like a lot of the uh, politically correct crowd, I think in a lot of ways is right, because I feel uh, kind of strongly about some aspects of like toxic masculinity that yeah. people talk about. Uh, it's a big buzzword. And I think for a long time I would have been in the hard like pushback against that. But being being a dad and being a teacher, uh, you see enough dumb young guys who don't know how to be a man yet doing some really foolish things. And just fast forward, because there's plenty of guys that are 30 or 40 that never learned how to do that properly and are still making the same mistakes that my 16-year-old students and my 2-year-old son uh, make all the time the the flip side and the upshot on that is i've had some fascinating conversations with my two-year-old recently who has just started to get into the why stage uh, yeah and everything every every statement every uh direction is followed up with why uh, and a chain of whys. I think uh, five is our all-time high for <laughs> chains of. All right, here's a direction. Why? All right, give a. You know, here's here's why. Why? And then another direction. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, about yeah. uh, we've gotten to the to the fifth level of that so far. Kind of like pulling back layers on an onion. Has he stumped you yet? He hasn't stumped me yet. And uh, once I got to five. Uh, I stumped him, and every time so far, I've gotten to a point where I've stumped him, although at one point, I had to resort to, uh, well, because I'm your dad, and sometimes <laughs> that's just enough, and I wasn't sure if I would ever have to get there, but every once in a while, it's like, no, nah, this, this line of conversation doesn't need to go any further. <laughs> this one's just because I'm the boss, and, and you, need to, you need to be done. Three years down, 15 to go. <laughs> exactly, exactly. The, the nice thing about that, though, that's really interesting is that every once in a while, I catch myself in this uh, conversation where I am uh, basically explaining like attributes of, of God, and I'm learning a bunch about oh, like, yeah. how the world works and my place cool. in it, explaining his place in it to him. Because uh, he's in this spot where, like, he wants all the toys for himself, wants all the cars to himself, and mine is the uh, is the buzzword of the month. And I explained to him once the other day that I said, look around. Everything you see after he looked around 
belongs to daddy. And so when you tell your little brother mine and you push him, you, you can't do that because all the cars and all the ramps and all the trains and all the books and all the couch and the TV and the stuff in the kitchen and in the bedroom and the house, all this is daddy's. Simba, everything the light touches belongs to us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But belong specifically to me. Yeah. And so you need to understand your place in this. And your place is not to say mine. Your place is to understand that daddy owns this all. And if Lincoln, if your little brother wants to play with it, he can play with it. And you don't take it away and you don't say mine and you don't push him down. And I was thinking about that going and my wife was off to the side going, and all of it belongs to God, actually, not to daddy. <laughs> and I said, yes, yeah, that that's right. But one <laughs> but I frustrate her sometimes with teacher talk because I said, listen, one lesson at a time. Listen, <laughs> he's, he's two. That's correct. You're right, dear wife, and I love you for that. Thank you for being there to to check my pride. But this lesson isn't about my pride. This lesson is about right. yeah. letting this young man know where his place is in the order. Mm. And as I was doing that, I had this stirring up in me to go like, and dad, you don't own any of this. This all is your father's and wow. he gives you access to it. And when you look around at the world you see around you and your children and your house and your job and dare I say your health. Oh you, yeah, for sure. You ought to say this isn't mine. I'd better not push and say mine and hold with these tight hands. Because this all belongs to my father, and I ought to understand my right place in that. And I don't think that you really get that grasp without being in a conversation where you're explaining to somebody, no, 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 this isn't yours. And that's been absolutely just revolutionary in the way that I see the world through being a dad. Wow. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Geared Up Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, you can find more episodes on iTunes, your podcast app, SoundCloud, or Pippa. Make sure you're sharing this podcast with friends, family, and people who need to hear the message. And don't be afraid to leave a review. Reviews and ratings will help get this podcast promoted. Special thanks to Ben Hansen for the podcast artwork. You can find me on Instagram at Time to Gird Up or at Coach Ungamach, both of those on Instagram. On Facebook as Charlie Ungamach, that's U-N-G-E-M-A-C-H. Or you can email me at CoachUngamach at gmail.com. Free to send ideas, questions, whatever you think I need to hear. We can make this podcast better together. But most of all, I want you to go out, gird up, and become the man that God has created you to be. We'll see you next time. <laughs>